So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the Red Hills of Georgia, Welcome to the Council on the Clutch podcast, episode number five. I'm your boy, Cal. Today, I'm joined by Rory, yeah. Q, yeah. and SP. Yes, sir. All right, now, so uh, big game just happened the other day, uh, Super Bowl. So what's our take on that? Oh, y'all watch that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were boycotting football. Nah, that's the that's the that's the fake the fake woke black people that boycott football. The rest oh, of yeah, us can yeah. watch it. Yeah, oh, we ain't that yeah. woke. That's oh. crazy though. But like before we even talk about the game, like what were we really supposed to be protesting? Were we protesting football? Were we protesting the NFL and this stance on Kaepernick? I've never got any clear indication on what we were supposed to be as a black the community. N- the NFL was the the focal point, not football specifically. Okay, so we're not telling little black boys to not want to go into the NFL right now. Nah, they they got to make it out the hood still now. Yeah. Just, just making sure that I was on, you know, yeah, yeah. I was understanding what we were supposed to be protesting during this whole phase. Yeah. But that's a whole different story, so we're not going to worry about that. Uh, we, we can talk about that next week. But uh, what y'all think about the game? It's a defensive ball game until the end. That's that's pretty much it. wasn't for the casual fan. No, no, sir. I mean, you hear a lot of people saying it was boring and stuff like that because most people like to see big games, 50-yard passes, punt returns, and all that crazy stuff like that. But – when you get a solid defensive game, like how that game was for most of the game, you ain't gonna get a lot of people watching it because the whole, most exciting part of that game, the first three quarters was punts. So, hey, buddy, buddy from the Rams got a hell of a leg too. Or foot. I'm uh, telling you, but yeah, not yeah. you. Right? It was it was definitely a a boring game, but that's because the 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 fans have gotten so used to fifty and sixty points scored. But that's yeah. what football used to look like. Hey, Good Chiefs, defense. Chiefs, Chiefs, and the Saints spoiled everybody this year. I all, agree. With all, the, with, all the point, with all the points going, that's that's what happened. Yeah, you're I right. mean, Bill Cowher said it at the end of the game, and I want to say, uh, what was it, the the after the game show or whatever? He was saying it was an old school football game, and as I mean, as soon as he said it, I was like, "Yep, pretty much." And you know, I mean, I watched the game with some uh, casual fans for the most part. Um, so I understood that dynamic there um, as the game was going on, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm a student of the game, been a student of the game, so hey. But you've been a defensive guy since you was a little kid. In case y'all didn't know, they used to call SP Bobby Boucher. <laughs> no lie, first, he SP the first person I ever seen knock somebody out. Aberdeen Raiders was playing Fox Hill uh, Redskins at Gosden Hope Park. SP came off the edge and, and put Buddy to sleep on the field. First time I ever seen it. We was like six years old, though. Crazy. Was you scared, though? Was I? <laughs> bro, I, I never seen nothing like that. 
And SP getting up cheering, and I'm like, bro, he sleep. <laughs> like, how you do that? Hey, man, shout out to Aberdeen Raiders, man, holding it down. Butch Harper. One, one time for Butch. Rest in peace, Butch. What's your take on the cow? My take on the game? Broncos ain't play. He ain't watch it. I guarantee it. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Enough said. I don't care. <laughs> I you just need su- to know who won. I you, just support, to- you support Brady, AFC? All right, so we have an actual sponsor now, so I ain't trying to, you know, lose them. Oh yeah, no, no, we, yeah, we need that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just keep that, uh, keep that under wraps. Let's just say, uh, whoever just dropped their mic, that's what I really want to do right now. But I have to remain professional. But um, no, nah, I didn't. I don't. I don't do the whole support the AFC. Like if the Chiefs were the one, I would have definitely went for whoever came out the NFC. I'm a hater when it comes to that. That's you know, real. If it, if, if it ain't my team, I'm not trying to release it, like root for you. Can we can we dig into the game real quick? Like, yo, it was crazy how how Brady. He didn't make any major plays, but and I'm not the biggest Brady fan, but he did just enough to win the game. And I, I've seen a lot of people try to figure out who who really won the game. Was it Brady or was it the defense? It was a team effort, but it's been like that through all the Patriots runs. But the game plan that Belichick and them boys put together to stop the Rams to three total points in yeah, a was, in the Super Bowl. That's crazy. And they've been averaging 33 points a game, I believe. You know, don't quote me on that, but I think it's around there. And the fact that Sean McVay, who's supposed to be the boy genius, you know, offensive guru, couldn't figure it out. And Belichick didn't do nothing fancy. They just came out, stopped the run game, and said, you got to beat us in the air. And Jared Goff just lost a lot of money. You know, he that ain't, that ain't his thing. Nah, because the, they took the play action away. Uh, they they think it's getting uh Gurley to rock, let him do his thing, and then recently getting CJ Anderson to rock, let him do his thing. And golf is just kind of there. He's 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 not a game manager. He's better than a game manager, but he's still not that guy that you put the game in his hands and he can go out there and win it for you. That yeah, ain't, that ain't his thing. And I think they tripping dog with Gurley. You you got to give Gurley 20, 20 to thirty carries. I don't really care if he hurt. He dressed hurt, out. He told you. Listen, hurt or not, if, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose with Gurley with the ball in his hand. Like, you know, my Cowboys. We're going to give Zeke the ball if he on the game. Hey, if you dress out, you play. 100%. Facts. Definitely. But... Hey, there you go with that random facts. <laughs> <laughs> we heard him this time. We heard him. <laughs> hey, shout out to SP, man. Hey, man. I'm a ghost, man. What hey, can I say? Man, but look, so, you know, we was talking about the game already. What what happened to what happened to the defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald, man? I seen him make two plays all night, and after that, the, the Patriots shut him down. Hey, when you got you got that that scheme, they they focused, they made sure they got him out the game, and that's what they did. They was this able is to do true. That. But the crazy part is what happened to uh, them DBs that the Rams had. They're supposed to have been all 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 this all that. They let goddamn what's the name uh, Edelman. Edelman. They let him get get busy. Hey, that, that white boy cold now. Boy, he ain't got no speed, but he'll cut on a dime. He listen, them routes crispy. Crazy. Hey, shout, hey, shout out to all the kids that uh that don't really get recruited. Edelman ain't had no big scholarships, and then went undrafted and look at him. Super Bowl MVP. Shoot, arguably Hall of Famer if you had some people. And not me personally, but uh yeah. oh, I am about to say, bro, go ahead and hang up, yeah. dog. It's a wrap. Whoa. One game. Whoa. Had to throw that disclaimer out there and let you know. No, they- uh, it's not my feelings, but uh, nah, ain't even close. No, 
Man, we we talked about Donald though. Let's what's up with the rest of these uh, NFL awards, man? You got Patrick Holmes for the MVP. Shit, he won Offensive Player of the Year too, my homeboy. Uh, Shaquan <laughs> Barkley got Offensive Rookie of the Year. Darius Leonard from the South Carolina State HBCU yeah, got go. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Andrew Luck got Comeback Player of the Year. Matt Nagy he might get it again in two year. years. Yeah, he he gonna miss a year coming up, hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, that's really it. Oh, you got uh, my man. I'm sorry, no, it's not it. I was about to say, Chris man, Long. You got Chris, Chris Long. Long I, I, had, I meant to come back. I was looking for it. I was like, where are he at? Chris Long, Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Um, that's a big award to me. Yeah. I yeah, think I that matters. Discuss that one. Yeah, I want to discuss that one. Man. I'm just thankful that it wasn't JJ Watt. I'm not hating, but JJ Watt was not in the streets, man. Nah, he stole that money in Houston. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he stole it, but at, at the same time, when it came down to it, he actually had prominent people in Houston yeah. reaching out he, to him like, hey, he did, we're doing this, we're doing that. He did what he's supposed to do, but in the same token, like Kyle said, he had cats that was that was in the streets, that was out there in the water doing this, doing that, saving people, doing all that type of stuff. Like, hey, we're trying to get on. We're trying to, you, we see you doing your thing. We're doing our thing. We're trying to just bring the city together. And he kind of was like, nah, this my shine type situation. And- I mean that's that's that stuff. Yeah, that's why I'm just glad he didn't win that. Um, I don't even know if he was eligible for that. Was that this year? Or was that last year? Mm, I think it was this year. Last, last year. Was. That was last year. So, okay, yeah. so he did win it last year. But his but efforts still been ongoing, like so they probably he yeah. probably was up for it just because of how much they like him. Yeah. Yeah, you know how that go. Yeah. But yeah, with Chris Long, like his organization, um, you know, got the he had an actual doc- documentary called The Water Boys. Um, you can actually watch that on Netflix. Um, but he has an organization where he uh, gets clean water to areas in need, mostly Western Africa. Um, he's drilling wells. Um, and also, like, the year before, he donated his whole, like, well, 10-game salary to the cities that he uh, used to play in, which was St. Louis, uh, Boston for the Patriots, and Philadelphia. He a couple. Uh, to get equal he education. Some, so a couple of game checks to Charlottesville when that whole situation happened, too. Yeah, that, too. So, yeah. His, his papa raised him right. Shout out yeah, to Howie. <laughs> he did something right. Hey, Howie set for life. He was in the league, got two kids in the league. Boy, they living Andy, good out there. And he on Fox. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Get that Fox money too. Yeah. And hey, let's talk about Darius Leonard, though, man. Defensive player of the year, like we said, in front of me at HBCU living. But uh, he got robbed from the Pro Bowl, man. But does the Pro Bowl even matter anymore, yeah, though? It ain't. It, the, the All-Pro team, not even the Pro Bowl, but the All-Pro team. That's all like, that, how you How you win Rookie of the Year and don't make the All-Pro team? I get not playing in the game because that's just, you know, that's some fluff to it. That's just a that's a fake accolade now. But he led the NFL in tackles, if I'm not mistaken. And um, that yeah, about alone. 13, one, he had 13 one game. Yeah, that alone. <laughs> but – just leading the league in tackles. I know he top five for sure, but I believe he finished with the number one tackles. He's supposed to have been player uh, on on the All Pro team, not player of the year, but he definitely supposed to have been on All Pro team. I mean, but as far as that, you know, he a rookie, so if he's not doing anything that great, like make an impact, like if you didn't watch football, you didn't know who he was. Only reason I really knew who he was is because I watch football, and also he's he's from the MEAC, so you see that stuff kind of come across your your social media. But you know, he's not one of those household names, so. You're not really gonna get those type of awards, you know, if he's not that type of that type of guy right now. In that case, he, he keeps might, it up. He might never get them awards then because he played for the Colts and don't nobody watch Colts games. 
Yeah, but his name out there now though. You right. So he might be one of those people where he's like a, he's not necessarily a household name, but he might be a media darling where everybody in the media know him, and that's how you're gonna start getting those awards. Hey, bro, you said media darling. I did, man. Look, I'm trying to sound <laughs> professional. <laughs> but but media darling. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of they're stuff. gonna love them. It's a lot of stuff you could say, media darling. Yeah, just gotta let it rock, bro. Just yep. let it rock. Hey, man, stop, stop, stop critiquing me right now. I'm, look, I'm trying to get some more sponsors. Shout out to Black Tux. But anyway, um... <laughs> shout out to Kerry <laughs> Hilson. Oh yeah, oh my bad, yeah. <laughs> little mama. Hey, hey, hey man, chill, man. Hey, let's let's <laughs> talk about Kyle real quick, y'all. <laughs> this guy Calvin is a real life celebrity. So like I told y'all a couple weeks ago, he got Trey Songs to drop an album after he uh, tweeted him. This man, he he talks about Kerry Hilson on the podcast, and then she follows him on IG, liking his pictures, all <laughs> on his page. That man a real life celebrity out here. Like y'all Lies, better y'all man. better get on that boy because he's a hot commodity right now. Hey y'all better Lies. speed up now because it's about to get real out here. He's about to make this. He's about to get real. He about to get flued out. Definitely getting flued out. Uh, these are all lies. Besides, she she liked my picture. She liked my comment. She did not follow me, sadly. But you know, he just trying to be modest. Don't let him out of y'all, bro. You know what time like, it is. Right, whatever. Off of me and on to the Hall of Fame inductees of 2019. You, so we got... you just got inducted, Playboy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, we got we got a class that I feel like this class is more so in a sense, our oh, class, yeah. in a sense. You know, when we were younger, these are like the players that we were looking at. Uh we got Ed Reed, most known for his uh time with the Ravens, also played for the Texans and Jets. So uh anybody who played Madden back in the day, you did not want to throw that ball. If you throw it deep, Ed Reed gonna smack you. If you throw it across the middle, Ray Lewis gonna smack you. Facts. You, you, you was not trying to play the race. Oh, How y'all feel about Ed Reed finally getting in? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bless you. I'm hey. sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> bless uh, you. you. Please bless I'm, you. I'm sorry. Brian Erlacher, Brian Erlacher, Brian Erlacher. All right, so as I was saying. Um, <laughs> Ball Brian Erlacher or Brian Erlacher with hair? How y'all feel? Oh, okay, all right. Ball Brian Erlacher. SP, you happy now? You happy now? <laughs> All right, cool. So, <laughs> how y'all feel about oh, Avery finally getting that nod? I mean, he a first ballot, right? Yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. So he, top, you knew that was top, coming. Top three safeties in the, in the, in the forever. He had people scared. Who top three? Let's <laughs> let's go top Ronnie three real quick. Ed Ronnie Lott, Ed Reed, and who? I don't care what nobody's saying. Asterix, Asterix, okay, Sean Taylor, but Asterix. Right. I'm cool with that though. Our generation though, no period. He yeah, said Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott way before us. Yeah, I said yeah. we said Ronnie Lott first. Ronnie Lott wouldn't have been able to play football in this generation. I, I don't. I never watched the game, but I seen some of the highlights. But he wouldn't even have made it. He wouldn't have been. He'd have got injected in college so many times that they, they wouldn't have had enough film to watch him play in the league. Yo, speaking about safeties, how do y'all feel now that his kind of his career has been over for a while? How y'all feel about Troy Palomalu as an actual safety, not a football player, like an actual safety playing safety? Now he a good football player. Dick LeBeau right, knew that he Sean. I mean Troy Palomalu was damn near linebacker. Position to be in. You know, you put a, you, yeah. That's why yeah. I asked that question. Because if you ask, if you if you ask like a Steelers fan, he's an amazing safety. But if you're looking at it from a football aspect of, yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's but, a great player. Yeah, I mean they got it. They got the goggles. The same on. token, you got to say. Yeah. I mean he played safety and he was a good, amazing player. So he was an amazing safety. I mean AI played point guard, but he won a point guard. Yeah, but back he, and forth from but one he two. played both positions. Palomalu only played safety. Palomalu didn't play linebacker. They can't put him at linebacker. He really yeah, played we, linebacker, we, we, though. We like, man, he, was, he, was, 
He was never we, more than yeah, eight yards true. away That's from the line of scrimmage. True. But his position was safety, regardless of how close he was to the line of scrimmage. AI literally played point guard, and sometimes he actually played shooting guard. He moved around. He yeah. played shooting guard for the most of yeah. his career. But he, so he, he got moved older. around on the depth chart. Palomalu didn't move around on the depth chart. He didn't go from – they could have put him in – they could have changed him linebacker if they wanted to. They didn't. But he, he kind of did. It's just it, you don't really There's have to change the name on the yeah. depth chart. Like his safety position was but, damn near a fourth linebacker. It was like yes, they was I, running a 4-4 you know, I agree with all or 3-3-5. Three, three, but we're going technical here. Technically, he was a safety. Regardless of if he played 40 yards back or he was two inches off the line of scrimmage, he was a safety. Therefore – you gotta. Treat, I'm glad you bring. You gotta, well, I think you you're. Treat I think you're wrong because you gotta look at you gotta look at how sports is changing um, and transitioning. For example, basketball and the stretch four position. Yeah, essentially, and I mean it's gonna get to a point where people are gonna have to really consider kind of changing that that mentality of putting people in a box. As far as yeah, he's a five, but he don't really do things that the traditional center. There aren't do. too many traditional centers in the league as is. I mean that's what, but that's the that's, White Howard, the last one, and he hurt. Yeah, it's like basketball is more so a positionless thing now. It's kind of like you you put him in about two or three positions. Hey, you got front, for the most part, court, most players just moving around, there's especially it's free. Yeah, and, I mean yeah, you see that yeah. now with the All Star voting. They vote no front court and back court. They're not voting for five, four, three, yeah. two, and ones anymore like they used to. And a lot of people are getting shamed with that. But I mean, hey. I mean, I think football. The only reason that it hasn't seen any type of change like that is because rules are. Are specifically based on how formation must be, or how many people you must have on the line, mm-hmm. etc. It still changes, harder. though. You see it, you see it on defense more than anything, because like I mean, not, not, not to use Madden as a a focal point, but on Madden they've they developed a a sub linebacker which could be a, a oh, smaller yeah, yeah. safety or or a bigger safety. I mean, or a smaller linebacker or a slot cornerback. So we it, it happens, you, you know, even in gameplay. Like the slot yeah, yeah, like slot run a slot receiver, yeah, like Deron Harmon for the Patriots. He's a safety through and through. But if you see him in the game, ninety percent of the time he's playing that that Troy Palomalu position. He didn't actually go back to safety and drop back into coverage until Church or yeah. Patrick Chung got hurt. You know what Troy Palomalu basically was? If y'all think about how we played defense in uh, yeah. high school, he was a rover. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. He won't even. He was. He was. He was basically a rover. He wasn't really. He was like an outside linebacker. He wasn't really like the safety in a sense. Um, but I just wanted to mention that when you talk to like Steelers fans, they think he's like an amazing safety, and I always try to bring the point up like he's a great player. But when you talk about safety, he's not doing what the job title describes. It's just a goggle compared bro. to everybody else, like Ed Reed, all the other you know prolific safeties that we had. But uh, moving on from Ed Reed, we got my boy Chant Bailey who played. Uh, most of his career in Denver, also played with the team in Washington. Um, how y'all feel about Chant making it? I feel like he played in, in, in Washington longer, <laughs> but I could be wrong. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, speaking, no, speaking of which, though, how y'all feel about that trade? Him for CP. Like, it was nothing. That was a great at trade. That point, at that point, you didn't really hear about that. I was upset at that point, but I was, what, like, 11? <laughs> I don't even know how old I was at that point. But I'm like, yo, why are we trading for a corner, yo? Clinton Porter's my favorite player at that, at that time, but it worked out on both ends. Well, I would. I don't know if it worked out for the Redskins. Well, I mean, for Clinton Portis personally, though, he's like he's seventy yards away from ten thousand for his career. Yeah, you like, right. he didn't have a, he didn't really have a fall off, but the Redskins just didn't win. Shout out to the Redskins not being good. I appreciate that. <laughs> like oh yeah, Dallas fan. Fan. but yeah, with Champ though, fan goggles. Yeah. I thought about it for a second. Like, why is he? Saying? Oh, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like Champ. He was one of the. 
one of the first modern like shutdown corners. Like after Dion, it was like a stretch where it really wasn't anyone shutting anybody down. It was like schemes. Mm-hmm. And then Champ was really locking people up, putting them on islands. Like we had a few years when we had him and then RP to Derrick Williams, we had them. Like if you were playing, like go back to Madden, you playing Madden, you got Champ with a 98 speed, Derrick Williams had 97. That showed in real life. Like they had the, you know, the recovery speed. If he catch the pick, he out. Besides when we played New England, he got caught on the one. Still mad about that. But, you know, I feel like he was like one of the first modern, you know, shutdowns after Dion, you know, that stretch of after Dion. Yeah. That's real. I would give I you agree that, that. Yeah. I would argue it a little bit, but I would I would agree to that. You will argue just because it's me, right? Nah. Oh, I, I just, yeah, pretty much. My bad. I don't like your teams. It's just what it is. Exactly. Uh, for the listeners, that's the relationship between me and Roy. We don't like any of each other's teams, nope. man. Whoever the Not Broncos play, I'm rooting for. Yeah. Whoever the Cowboys play, I'm rooting for. And that was before Roy, so. I just made it worse, huh? Yeah. Speaking of which, so we're going to talk about <laughs> the Cowboys. Uh, Vice President for the Cowboys at one point, no. uh, Gil Brent. Is it Brent? Uh, that's how Brent? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I said Brent. He's old, so I, I never really paid attention. <laughs> so he made it. So I mean, y'all, y'all business folks. What does the vice president do in the NFL? I'm not too sure. Um, it varies per organization. I think each title could, you know, that's just kind of a title. He was mainly known though for his years of being a scout. Um, he was part of like the the focal point of the franchise from the '60s, from the like 1960s to like the '88, '89 season. So he was there for a couple playoff runs, a couple Super Bowl titles. Um, I like I said, I'm we none of us are old enough to really know Buddy, but from the little history that I knew about him, just being a Cowboys fan, he was one of the first scouts that actually went to historically black colleges and started looking for guys. Um, the Cowboys had a lot of a couple players from you know, 1965 to 1980 that were from historically black colleges just because of him. Yeah, that's, that's well, big, shout out to him. You just yeah. educated me on that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, is which is crazy because if you think about the Cowboys from the 60s to 80s, guess what? They was dominant. Why? They were going to get them kids from HBCUs before your Alabamas and your, your Texases and all them schools just start taking them all. But he went and found them early and then made a career off of it. Yep, under-recruited that's great athletes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what the HBCUs get a lot of times now. You get the You get the... Either gonna get the dominant athlete who didn't have the grades, or you're gonna get that dominant athlete who was unrecruited for various reasons, uh, coaches in high school, or you know they didn't, they couldn't go to the camps and things. Cause, you know, camps are like a big thing nowadays. So yeah, shout out to all HBCUs except for Hampton. <laughs> wow, that's tough. Hey, can we oh, can man. we take a second for HBCUs real quick? Shout out to Bennett College, man. They they hit the goal raising that money so I'm, they can keep their accreditation. I don't know because they ain't put it out. Like, yeah, that like, was dope. Yeah, what, but. It's too many celebrities out here that's making millions and millions of dollars. They could easily did. They could easily did that. That's like, bro. They not. We we gonna get into celebrities in a second, bro. But like it's, it's, it's so when they hit that like tax bracket, they, they don't give a damn about regular people. Millions of dollars, and they needed what, like five million dollars or something like that. That's it, bro. They could have somebody could have sneezed five million dollars to them. Yeah, five million, give or take. But. Bro, Diddy could have done it. He want to build. He want to buy yeah, NFL I mean, team. I get that point, but but I can't even tell them what they, to do with their money. So I understand it. Wrote that, they could have wrote that thing off on taxes and been good. Yeah, they yeah. could have. But like the likelihood of you giving money somewhere you didn't go. Everybody try to you, you try to see everybody so pro black and so conscious and all this that and third, especially with the the 
the famous people, they be trying to act like they in the know and they, they there. But then when stuff like this pop up, where you could just snap your fingers and we good, we good. Like, now y'all don't want to show up. Well, we got to give a shout out to technology too, man, because now we got things like GoFundMe and other type of resources like that to allow us to um, allocate and um, just collect funds, yeah. basically come together and collaborate like that. About a decade ago, you wouldn't be able That's to true. do that, and Bennett College might have took an L on this one. Can you spell allocate? A-L-L-O-C-A-T-E. Allocate. That's impressive, bro. This kid is kind of late, and you spelling big words like that. That's impressive. Well, yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right, let's go. We got a few more people left in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we got uh, Kevin Maui. He's a center and guard. Yeah, uh, I was about to say step over Kevin. Spent some time. No, with hold on, hold on, no, no. Don't stop that. Yeah. You're not gonna stop over Kevin Maui, like because he played O line. You gonna skip over him first? No, 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 no. I need some attention right here. Not a household name. For me, I knew who he was because he was that good. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he played he for 18 years, dog. He started for 18 years. Yes, sir. Shout out, shout out to the fat boys. Hey, it's crazy. If you look at bro, he actually did it the right way. He, he was fat his whole career and then lost weight. Now he don't even look like the hey, same he, person. He played 241 games and, yeah. and missed three. Mm-hmm. Blocked for 13 to 1,000-yard rushers in 16 seasons. Hey. Yeah, he was he was solid there. Shout out to the nah. fat boys once again. <laughs> and you and you was about to skip over that like that wasn't he might be the he might be statistics wise the best in this group, huh? Statistic wise, SP, what you mean? He I mean he old lineman so he don't get crazy I stats, but say, to play that many games and to be that per, he not gonna get the attention. I'm talking about like as far as of uh, the best career out of this group. 18 years alone as a starter is is phenomenal. Ain't nobody else had that type of longevity. Maybe Tony Gonzalez. Oh, that's what that's what I was honestly thinking, but okay. I can I can I can Lyman usually uh, have a lot of longevity though. Not really, bro. It's hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough carrying carrying 300 on these knees. <laughs> I ain't 300 no yeah. more, though. I'm like I was about nice. to say, finally admitted his weight. <laughs> finally. I might be 300. I'm kind of athletic, though, so you know it just hit or miss. Shoot. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to Ty Law. Play deserve. for the Patriots, Chiefs, Jets, and the Broncos. How y'all feel about him? Hey, I don't Ty, like talking hey, about Broncos. Ty Law, I don't Ty like talking about Patriots, definitely, so definitely. we can go ahead and move on yeah. next. He's pretty, hey, Ty Law pretty damn good, though. One Another one of the DBs from back in the day that everybody looked up to before everybody hated the Patriots. He was a prime example, though, of how, how Bill Belichick carries shit now, though, as far as, like, how he's not trying to pay people. I feel like he was one of those first players that stuck out as on that uh, on that type of strategy that Bill Belichick carries as far as not paying players or uh, yeah. necessarily the market value that they carry. You see what I'm saying, if that makes sense. Yeah, but at the same time with that, the Patriots can get away with you not paying you market value because Tom Brady's been underpaid his whole career. Facts. That's his fault. It is. It's not his fault. I mean, it is his fault. He's taking the pay cut. He's taking the pay cut because he know he can't do it by himself. Hey, hey, Reeves went over there and take no pay cut. You keep taking pay cuts. Not that long, though. He was there just to win a title. But then his wife worth what? How many millions of dollars as well? So, yeah. So they good. You could take pay cuts. Facts. I take. She's richer than him. Yeah. I take six Super Bowls. Them type of women bad for your life, though. Ain't bad for his life, apparently. 
<laughs> I had a joke for that one, but I'm with you. Hey, side note. Before we, hey, side note. Ty Law, 53 picks. Dion, 53 picks. And Chat, 52 picks. So, he in that he in that category right in there with them. them the top TVs. Hey, bro, y'all, you no, stop, 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 bro. We not going to disrespect yeah, Dion like that. I was thinking that same thing. Let's, let's just... Let's just uh, name these uh, other niggas, bro. Dion is the best athlete to ever play sports. I didn't say, yeah, and and I'm telling you, you you read the paper wrong. You should have said Dion took like a five <laughs> second pause and then can read. Hey man, Tampa great athlete too. Yeah, he was. But whoever ain't here. Bro, none Paul, of that y'all talking about. Paul curses at 81 picks. Hey man, take off your Dion Sanders glasses and give somebody else some props. What you mean? He played for the Falcons and the Niners. He played for the Cowboys too. Oh, he did. My bad. I didn't know that. All right, all right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Johnny Robinson, who played safety for the Chiefs back in the day. I don't know too much about him. Uh, anybody know anything about him? I saw Chiefs. I was like, I ain't looking him up. Johnny, Johnny, fifty-seven pick career interceptions. He uh, what's this? He third. He's tied for thirteenth in a all time interception wise. I don't like. You said, I don't know a whole lot about him. But he third cousin. He got a hell of a lot of played in the sixties, bro. He got. No, six, yeah, 60 to 71. So, what, 11 years? Yeah, 51 picks in 11 years. That's you said he cousins with Jackie cousin. SP? Like nah, real life? It sounded good, though. Oh, all right. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, it did, though. All right, then we got the second best, uh, you know, tight end ever, Tony Gonzalez, who played for the Chiefs in a little stint with the Falcons. Who the best? How you feel about Tony? Oh, Shay Shaw. Oh, Shay Shaw. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just checking. Oh, Shay Shaw. Hey, Unk, retweet us, Unk. Give us a little Give us a little love, Unk. We showing you too much love, Unk. Not too much. Hey, never too much love for a Bronco, man. Hey, no, that's the only one you got to let rock. Nah, he played for the Ravens. We good. Yeah, but he got two of them rings with the Broncos. We ain't going to talk about But he got his best one with the Ravens, though. That's all I'm saying. He was actually the focal point of the offense then. Hey, regardless of where he got his rings at, he's still the GOAT. Okay, that's fair. That's all that matter. Does anyone want to go in on Tony Gonzalez or we just going to move on? Nah, he just played a long time, bro. He was a great player. Tony was dope. He did his thing. He Y'all has touchdowns. To be the second best tight end ever, period, you gotta you had to do something clearly. So longevity though. Yeah. I mean, even still, even you could play a, a hundred hundred years if you sorry, you sorry regardless. Your you ain't playing for hundred years if you sorry. I'm just... <laughs> All right, we can move on. You gotta piss me off. Talk, <laughs> talk about Pat Bowling. Talk you you talk about Pat Bowling, y'all own it. Hey, you wanna talk about the, the best owner in the NFL, Pat Bowling? Hey, y'all call me back when it's over. I thought you I thought you said his name was Jerry Jones. What? <laughs> he really <laughs> Chill out, man. You ain't even the Cowboys there. But nah, um, since Roy wants to throw a hissy fit and leave, uh, we just want to say the Broncos owner Pat Bowling. Um, so we got, you know, two Broncos roughly going. Ooh. <laughs> Dang, man, no Cowboys in it. Why you mad? Crickets. Exactly. <laughs> Man, welcome back to the Council in the Clutch podcast. I know y'all just heard that commercial about renting and modern tucks and all that stuff. I guarantee you this brother never rented a tuck a day in his life. The flyest man in the NFL and the Major League Baseball, primetime Deion Sanders. We about to take a second real quick to talk about this 30 for 30. I know y'all boys seen that. What y'all thought about Deion's 30 for 30? If you look good, you play good. That's all I'm going to say. It is what it is. Simple as that. 
<laughs> he the goat. He talking about lock shut down shut down corners and just deep kind of D Hess before D Hess and Dante Hall and all them. And just like you said, one of the, the flyest MFs you ever seen on the field. Is the must be the money. Come on. Must now. be. And 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 he got a whole album out. This is true. He does <laughs> have an album out. And that single kind of fly yeah. though. Must be the money. Make me if y'all if y'all have never heard that song, go look it up. Please, we're gonna post it on the page so y'all just go find it. We 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 gotta drop that on the page. Hey, close your eyes, you think it's hey, key sweat. Key, kinda, kinda, it's there, <laughs> You're right though. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Hey, but look, but, that joint was wild to me. I didn't I never knew the story for real. Like I knew he played both, but I never knew he played both in the same day. Well, went back to the game. Yeah, but the fact like we're gonna talk about this in our next segment, like the the black athlete in America. But this thirty for thirty really showed you how crazy the world is. The football world was showing him love, like man, go do it. We appreciate you being that guy, like do both. But then you got Major League Baseball, which we know how they get. They over here telling this man he a sellout, he disrespecting the game, but he over there doing them a favor. Cause he dang sure a football player. He just happened to be as good as a baseball player. Yeah, at the same time, you know, they're saying, hey, we had an agreement. Not an agreement that you want to play both. We had an agreement that you were supposed to be with us with the whole run. At the same, he's making it. It's not like he wasn't making it. Yeah. But I can I can, but at the same time, you know, you gotta look at it from the standpoint of, you know, the Braves. That's their commodity, trying to make sure that it's it's yeah. something that's protected. But you shouldn't have signed the man if you know he played in the NFL. And the contract ended July 31st. So he was actually playing without a real contract, just a gentleman's agreement. At that point alone, that should be good enough for them. I don't know why they was tripping over that. Exactly. He's showing up. The man's showing up. So why are you tripping? You already know. You already know what it is. So This is true. They hate it. Hey, the funniest part, though, was when he uh, he threw the water oh, yeah. in Buddy's <laughs> face. And through three times, and he said, "You're, he said, my, you sure are, Mandy. Huh? My mama, my, <laughs> my mama told me to handle it, so that's what I did. I, You're some type of man, Dion. He, buddy was sick because he knew he couldn't whoop him. He knew he couldn't whoop him, so he had yeah, to just take imagine, that L. Could y'all imagine prime but that kind of doing what he did in this day and age with social media, bro? Well, he would have been on. The, well, you, oh, it's crazy. Have, do you he follow him now? now? Which one? Both. But no, if he if he was if he was doing that stuff now, you wouldn't be able to tell him nothing. They would have to take his phone away from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or have somebody run it for him. Hey, why y'all mentioning that though? I always thought like <laughs> since he said what about Prime doing that while social media was out. How y'all think like Tupac and Big would have been already, like social media? We Somebody would have went to You already know how Pac, Pac would have been. Big out. Pac is so bipolar. I was just I feel about like, to say that. That's yo, crazy. He would be like Kanye. Like, you know how Kanye. I ain't going to say he would have been like Kanye because Kanye was supporting Donald Trump. But I know for Yeah, that, I don't mean that. Man, you know what we mean by that. Exactly no, like Kanye. Nope. Kanye. We're we talking about the bipolar aspect of it. No, Tupac. Pac been they like said Pac. Tupac like. <laughs> All right, now. Okay, so how about this? Pac would have been very bipolar. Is okay. better? Yeah, I can go with Pac would have probably been on live trying to smash Faith Evans. <laughs> somebody tag oh, Big. That? That's Faith. Somebody, oh, that's Faith. Oh. Somebody tag Big. Hey, hey Lil C's, I see you in here, Lil C's. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Like, yo, I feel like, but for real though, I feel like Big probably would have been mad too. Like, but they say he was pretty goofy though. I, I don't know how that would have translated though. Hey, I say the same. Social media I now. say the same thing that I've always been saying since social media got like how it was. They Big and Faith wouldn't have been together. Nobody would have been together that was together then because they was doing what they was doing back then. Imagine what they would have been doing now with the access that they got now. Yeah, because I, I always say that if if social media was popping back in in our parents' day and age. None of our parents would be together. I'm telling you, cause Martin Luther King, boy, <laughs> he would have had his boy, he had them things. He was low key. He was low key. Hey, he was low key wilding. <laughs> he was low key wilding back then. So imagine, like I said, the access that you got to different people and around the world and all that type stuff. It would have been crazy. But hey, could y'all imagine he giving a speech at the church and then tell Shorty <laughs> I'm gonna slide in your DMs afterwards? Hey, chill, <laughs> hey, chill bro. <laughs> chill. Hey, yo, I feel like no, nah, I feel like he would have been a little bit more cautious back then since he was already moving around. Like the what the climate is now. If you're already out here in these streets and you're a celebrity, most of these celebrities out here they're not getting caught. They get these NDAs, you know, you, you sign a paperwork, right, so right, they're not right. get, they're not getting caught. So yeah. I feel like if you was moving like that back then, you'd be moving like that right now, but it'll be a little bit more be more discreet. Damn, I wonder would y'all look at Dr. King different if he had a side piece that y'all knew about? Uh we do I mean like yeah, but don't nobody really talk about it. But just for the fact, if it was really like out there, like if he got caught cheating, like Offset, do you think Dr. King bring Cardi on stage? I mean, uh, Coretta on stage? Hey, chill. A whole cake and flowers talking about take me back. Coretta. Take me back. <laughs> but no, like I had a dream we'd be back together. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're not gonna do this in February. We're not gonna do this in February. Hey, no, hey, no, no, we're no, gonna but... do this in February. <laughs> but no. What you know how Offset was on Instagram live? Hey, I love you. I'm sorry, man. Like, imagine MLK apologizing on IG live like that. One Coretta, day I I'm believe sorry, we could be together. Hey, Coretta, I'm sorry, Coretta. I never meant to hurt you, baby. She pulled that hey, skirt over in the middle of the sanctuary. Chill, 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 chill. Chill. No, no, chill, chill, chill. I might cut that out. I might cut that out. No disrespect to Dr. King at all. We just—it's all jokes, Black History Month, all that. So, but um, nah, ain't no, ain't no disrespect to Dr. King, bro. We we wouldn't be where we at without him. But for real, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. These jokes, I think Dr. King, they gonna fly. But that Dr. King and that whole integration thing kind of set us back about fifty years. No, no. Hear me out for y'all. Jump on my back. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I already know. I already know we're in the same boat. Okay, cause I mean I feel like black folk we when we had our own we we didn't have everything but we had our own communities had our own stock markets like we were able to survive and we were building something but as soon as you integrate now you still have to answer directly to the other person yeah. and now they have a chance to actually rule you but when you got your own you don't need them now technology and all that stuff we'd have been behind because of the resources. But it's so many uh, educated African-Americans that made inventions and stuff. Yeah, I only think we would have been behind, though. It's so many, like you said, so many people out there that been inventing stuff that just know how to do all these type things. We'd have been good, let alone the seven other people that Black Panther, holding us bro. down. Black Panther. Us. Wakanda. We been this good. is that true. Would be, that would be... Now, yeah. now, now, you're right. Now, now, that's a little bit <laughs> of an exaggeration if you're looking at that from a realistic standpoint. But I feel like it would be something yeah. relative to that if 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 we didn't have integration, and that's me being real. I mean, let's look. 
if you look at like Black Wall Street before they they bombed all that up, it was we was out there doing like really doing it, and it got to the point where they got they got so scared that we were gonna just become this overpowering race that they literally bombed an entire city. Yeah, and that's you know that's kind of what we was talking about earlier about the black athlete. Now I I think sports is the number one way for any any African-American or entertainment to actually make the money they need to separate themselves outside of education and in drugs. But because people say, you know, you get smart, you get your education, you get a job. It's so hard to get one of those jobs that you make in that kind of money. It don't work like that. Everybody know that you get it. Yeah. Because you, you got to start, you going, you going to get a job as a doctor, but you're going to be the bottom of the totem pole. Hey, I know, I know a couple people that are doctors that don't have a job. This is true. Cause you really got to be good at it yeah, to get, and, and not even that you got to be good. It's just one. A lot of cats that are doctors, you could be a doctor, damn near forever. Yeah. So getting those people retiring and stuff out of those jobs that don't just pop up left and right like you know your common common job. So yeah. So so what do you feel like is your thought? But I was kind of trying to get into the responsibility of black athletes. Like you know we see the whole Kaepernick thing, which we'll talk about at some point. But I feel like the athletes have to do more in the communities to help set up stuff to to help people learn how to be financially stable and independent. I think it's I, I yeah, think it's, it's starting because like, you're seeing like Brian got a school out there. Uh, I think Jalen yeah. Rose got a school and a couple other cats they got some schools. So you start to see people moving in the right direction. Cap doing what he's doing, and you it's just you got a lot of people doing little things. So the more and more we do, and the more and more we come together to do it as one, not trying to do it for the shine and the fame solely, but doing it for the whole community, things, it'll keep getting better. But I think we're moving in the right direction most definitely. Yeah, like, definitely. When you when you think about a lot of these elite athletes, a lot of them come from nothing. And if you've ever been in that situation and you were a great athlete, not even a great athlete, but if you came up from nothing and the people saw that you had something going on, they're going to let you do what you need to do. They're going to keep you out of the streets. They're going to keep you out of that. So it's kind of like, like you were saying, like giving back to the community. Sometimes as far as like coming up, the community is taking care of you. They're keeping you out of the situation. Like uh, you just talked about LeBron. They were saying, you know, he's reported. Uh, talking about like the D-boys in his block. Those are, oh, that's Brian. You know, yeah. leave him alone. He, you, he's going to be say, something you... one day. So you got that. You got that in every hood. You got that type of accountability for that. And it's like that one kid remembers that. So, now it's on i feel like it's on them when they get to the point where they're financially stable and their family's taken care of you gotta take care of your house first 100%. like you gotta take care of your home first before you go back and take care of your community but i feel like once you take care of that then you go back and you start creating businesses and you know doing whatever you need to do to get that community to grow up so for that next line you don't have to worry about that d-boy telling oh that's such and such leave them alone because the d-boys been having something else going on or they already moved on for what they're doing but you know i feel like it's like one big circle that once that guy gets off, you know, gets out the hood, go back in, invest back into it, you know, it's, it's going to be great when everyone starts doing that, you know. And let me let me just become the defense attorney for the for the black athlete here, because this is, in my opinion, um, like you said, you have a lot of these black athletes that are coming uh, from impoverished uh, upbringings, and even a lot of them, though they have made it to uh, this professional stature with the wealth that they have, a lot of them still lack the uh, education, whether it be like financial literacy or things of that nature um, that play an instrumental part in bringing these neighborhoods up 
and raising black people um, as a whole. And I think me personally, I feel like uh, a lot of different other professionals such as uh, that are wealthy, like doctors, um, professors, people of that nature, they need to reach out to uh, those professional athletes a lot more and just come together as a group more, more collaborative work. Because if you mix that, that equity and that wealth of that athlete with the knowledge and the willpower of those professionals, that's a that's an incredibly powerful weapon that you got there. Um, and that'll, that'll also help nice. us uh, in the long run and in the short term to uh, uprise the, our, our communities much faster. Yeah, it, even even with that, with the, you had your, like you say, you got your athletes, you got your doctors, your lawyers, your your prominent business folk like that. You bring them two together, and then you put it the forehead of it, basically the the activists, the cats that are literally out here doing this, but they don't have exactly. the funds to do what they want. But they got all the ideas in the world to be able to. I I know we can do this, we can do that, we can do this, and you bring that person in as like this kind of like a little triangle of this old group, like you said. You you can't you can't stop that, but as we know, being our people, how we get down sometimes. A lot of cats want to, they want to do stuff, but then they don't want to do nothing with you because they want to shine. Yeah, I think a lot of it does come down to whose whose name is the biggest on the banner. You know what I'm saying, so to speak. Exactly, and no, don't nobody want to be the don't nobody want to be the little, little fish when you're normally the big fish, for the most part. Not everybody, obviously, but there's some people out there that. Like you said, they, they can get together and do things, but they don't necessarily want to because I don't like this person or this person said this about me. But it's the bigger you picture. Take the ego out, man. Yeah, that, the bigger you picture got to be looked at. You got to look at the big, the long run. People, A lot of people look at the short short term, this, that, and third. We're trying to do this. But the long run, your kids, your kids' kids, and future generations trying to keep pulling us up out of where we, where we come from. Yeah, and, and the big thing about that, uh, everything we're talking about right now, you actually see that a lot in Atlanta, but more so from the hip-hop community. I don't know too much about the athletic side of things, what they're doing as far as the athletes, but you see a lot of that when you follow closer to hip-hop. You see, like, T.I., he's buying, he's literally buying neighborhoods, making low-income homes. Uh, he's mm-hmm. working with other people like Killer Mike to invest in buildings. Yeah, they, they're working together. You got um, you got a lot of a lot of artists. Like you got the Migos and Twenty One Savage and all of them. They're doing like back to school drives every year, giving away twenty five thousand book bags and things like they do doing charity games to raise money for their old school. So you see a lot of that being blown up, you know, in that area because Atlanta's on the top of hip hop right now, you know. But you're, you're seeing that there. But we need that same thing from those athletes who are not from those type of areas. You got people from small country areas and things like that, where you know. Every penny counts. As generic as it sounds, every penny does count. So you can set up a program, have someone else run it if you trust them. You don't have to be there yourself because a lot of people want to blame, oh, I don't have time for it. Get somebody you trust. Hire somebody. You know, you know, if, if you can't do it, hire somebody to do to, it for you. To, so, to counter that just a tad bit, a lot of cats are doing stuff out here. We don't hear about it because, one, the dudes don't talk about it. And, two, they're not doing it for the attention. They're just out here doing the things. Like, like we say, we talk about Cap later. A lot of the stuff that he's doing, people don't hear about. You hear about certain things because they talk about certain things. Because he don't things. talk. It doesn't matter. You don't, he's not that type of person. He just he's just out here doing his thing. He don't need to. It's not. A lot of people aren't, I guess, braggadocious or I, I need you to see what I'm doing. This. I need you to see that I'm doing that. Hey, just go out there. and You do don't got to brag doing. about it. You just got to make. You don't have to brag about it. I'm not, I'm not talking about the people who gives away turkeys and put it on Instagram. I'm not talking about those type of people. I'm talking about the people where, okay, let's say you're having an interview right now. 
And then you're wrapping up the interview. Hey, by the way, uh, support my organization, which is XYZ. We do this, that, this, that. I'm talking about those type of people. I'm not talking about the people who post. You can tell the people who just post stuff just to post stuff to say they're doing something. You see those people all the time. I'm talking about the people who are doing things. You may not be up front with it all the time, but when you're out in the spotlight, put some put some light back on it, saying I mean, that you're some, doing this. That's true, but some people just this ain't how they operate. They they operate in the shadows. They do their thing. They don't need they don't need to show out because Cap not saying nothing. But we for the most part we know what he's out here doing. We know he's out here doing good. We know he's out here collecting millions and millions of dollars for this organization and that charity. I know but, his girl be running her mouth though. Jesus. Yeah, I mean that's that's just how she she built like that. So that's what she do. Uh, what you say earlier, Roy? I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and leave. Let me know when y'all done. <laughs> hey, but before you leave, you know why they going back and buying all these houses? Because that's what we lost when, when integration happened. Hey, yep. gentrification. They're regentrifying. <laughs> They're yeah. trying to regentrify. The They're area. trying to make the yeah. make the community the community again. But man, we we got to take a commercial yeah. break. So y'all y'all keep y'all thoughts wrapped up real quick. Turn my headphones down a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, 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 Y'all heard that new track by Twenty One Savage or Lord? Hey, no, shout seriously, out, shout Sir Twenty One. <laughs> Sir Twenty One, can I get my crumpets, please? <laughs> Lord Savage from the Savage Kingdom of London. But no, seriously though, this, this is a situation that came out of left field. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on. I got like some notes and things like that. Just to, I'm pretty sure everybody's hip of it, but you know it is a podcast and we're here to inform. So this is what I got. Y'all tell me what y'all got after this. We can piece together a puzzle, possibly. But, um, so what I got here is he, he was originally born in um, Dominica. It's an island out there in the Caribbean. Um, but once I put that in my notes, I saw a alleged birth certificate that he was born in East London in 1992. Then I saw that his co-manager was on Instagram talking about um, how he went to elementary school with him. So it's kind of like, I don't know what to believe at this point. At, at the end of the day, the situation is a crazy situation. It's tough. You know, something needs to happen. They need to figure something out. But uh, how y'all feel about it? Hey, nah, he uh, he definitely is uh, is not a U.S. citizen. And he's not born in the U.S. But from what I saw as well, he moved over here in elementary school and went to school here except for like a little break where he went back home for for the, to the U.K. for a little bit. But that whole situation, like just my thoughts on it, I feel like he was good until he uh, released that record a couple days ago online and he was talking about immigration and ice. And then he started talking about uh, the water in Flint and he did a live studio recording. So I forgot what show it was on, but they had probably been building a case on him. And then once he dropped that, you know, they had to go get him. Conspiracy theories is war. Yeah, pretty much. 
they start making too much sense, they they snatch. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't it Ice that arrested him? Yeah, Ice arrested yeah. him. Yeah. But, okay. uh, but they said it was a tar- they said it was a targeted arrest though. They were already looking at him. And uh, some people he was uh some people he was with they were trying to get them on the drug bus and they ended up just taking him in for the immigration thing. But it's crazy because you got all these different stories about uh he's from uh Dominica, he's from London. Um you got people saying he's been here the whole time. Hey, I don't know what to believe. Nah, it's crazy. Since we've been up here for like four hours ago, somebody sent this in another chat. It says he confirms that he was born in the UK. Yeah. No, but Dominica well, is a uh, UK uh, territory, though. Nah, they I said think. he was really born in the UK, though. The, the, the most, oh. most recent update. Yeah, that's, and this this was four hours ago, so. Yeah. And he came to the U.S. on an H-4 visa, July 22nd, 2005. In 2006, his legal status expired of no fault of his own. And then it says, like almost two million of immigration child peers, he was left without immigration status as a young child with no way to fix his immigration status. And those are what you quote unquote call dreamers. And that was yeah. quoted from a Rolling Stones article. So y'all don't sue us because we actually gave you your credit. I got it here. It say the, the rapper clarified via reps that he immigrated to the United States when he was seven years old under an H-4 visa. Departed in 2005 to visit the UK and returned later that month. They say 21 claims he lost his legal status in 2006 through no fault of his own, like Rory was saying. I'm about to say, say, I know I'm retarded, but I swear I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... He applied for a visa in 2017 once he discovered that he was required to have one. I was just going to say that. I was going to say, I saw his team saying, basically, they've been working on it for the last two years. Um, But since all this stuff been happening with the government, everything's been getting pushed back. Um, from what I was seeing, like anything dealing with immigration is just get thrown in the back burner anyway. Unless they're trying to get you, anything to help you out is thrown on the back burner. So this whole thing is crazy. I don't I don't know what's going on, man. And he I was know doing one stuff thing. in the community too, huh? Hey, exactly. I know one thing. He the best damn British rapper ever. Yes. What Y'all about- ever heard <laughs> of British rap? What about Drake? Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, but Drake Drake is from the Caribbean one week. He's he's from the UK. Drake. He's from Memphis next the next week. Hey, so Phil, I mean, y'all tripping because I'm waiting for this this 21 and LMA mix that's about to drop. Oh yeah, they gonna get crazy. Straight, straight, straight out straight hey, out of UK, it's about gonna to be, get crazy. Just trying to get my immigration law. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because first of all, she don't sing like that. She's singing American. She don't sing in British. What? She sings with an American accent. So. She cheating on you now anyway, so. Hey, no, Q, so, Q just sounded like the description we gave <laughs> with the hat and the mustache. <laughs> she sings in American. <laughs> the hell is singing in American, nigga? <laughs> she's, singing, she's singing American and she's talking British. No, yo, crazy nigga about it. If she didn't... <laughs> If she didn't open her mouth to talk, I would never know. But she's exactly. not like Marsha Ambrosius. Marsha Ambrosius has that has the accent, but her voice is beautiful. I don't like hearing her talk, but when she sings, man. Ella Bacon talks, sing. She can do whatever she wants. Hey, speaking on that, people say UK voices are sexy. I don't know what the hell they've been saying. What? You, you, but you like your... Never mind. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, my bad, dog. I'll be tripping. Yeah, you I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, chill, man. Oh, man. Oh, we... <laughs> Take me to the motherland, huh? 
the Scandinavian scandal. Wakanda forever. Wakanda since 2012. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. But Wakanda forever. Oh man. Hey, I promise y'all we got we got more sense than this. Y'all just be catching us at different times. Hey, seriously though, man. Go ahead, go ahead, keep my bad. I was about to say after 8 30 to get a little little wild. Hey, we we gotta start recording earlier, man. Yo, we could stream the group chat. Nah, I'm not. No, I'm straight. We was, ne- we was, we was never. Was never. But no, no. But seriously though, it, it, I I don't know what's going on. I just uh, you know, hope the man can come to some resolution. You know, because he got a family, and I, I heard one thing about him having like actual three U.S. citizen kids. Yeah, that kind of helps him out. Yeah, it does. Baby, um, in a baby, sense, so. baby mama from here. I yeah. think I, I think I just saw literally just saw something say he had like. It's like some siblings that are actual U.S. citizens too, so he got a lot of. Yeah, he got lost in the shuffle, like his, yeah. his other siblings. That might have helped him out with the uh, last uh, presidents, but uh, under <laughs> under current situations, y'all know he ain't coming back, right? A little rough, buddy. Now, listen, we yeah, just happen to know nobody because he's a rapper, but they've been hey, deporting they... cats the last two years. Facts. Shoot, they still trying to drop this, drop all the dreamers uh, now as is. So, hey, one thing I do he, know since he, he that, that album gotta be fire. Oh yeah, hey, he that's why he dropped it. Yeah, you know he's about to get sent back home. Mm-hmm. But the, the next one coming when he go back to the UK, he gotta have something crazy over there. The tingo pop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, chill. They don't all even right. shoot over there. They they full stab, full stab game over there. <laughs> stab game. Men's not hot. Men's not hot. Hey, they killing them on social media with these memes. Black folks so ignorant. But yeah, that? yo, what to mention that though? It, it, it's the whole uh, what's the old girl name? Uh, Tommy Lovato. Yeah, they made a lot of both of them. They were making jokes. The, the thing that. is, you can't. No, they can't. Y'all can't do it. They can't do it. No. No. That's like talking. You, I can talk about my brother, but you can't talk yeah, about my they, brother. They, they right? got to come to the cookout for that, but, and they not invited to no. the cookout. Right? Not even close. Especially but the thing, Tommy Lauren punk ass. Yeah, yeah I, I felt that. <laughs> yeah, Shit. my chest. But uh, but the thing, the, what I want to mention by that is, I'm seeing a lot of people like Offset, like yo, y'all really think it's funny, you know, do not away from fam, something like that. But the thing is, like, you got to realize we're not joking on his situation. We're joking on a part of the situation. We're not joking that he got locked up. We're joking on the fact that this man is a Brit. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. He's, we're we're jo- like, it, left field. We're not. And that's one thing, like, people need to kind of get out of their feelings with. Because we're not joking on this man being taken away from his family or his kids and not being able to make any money or might be deported. We're joking on the fact that this man is on six. Killer. All this, you know, D-boy breaking in the houses, and then we found out this man's a whole bloke. A lot, a lot, a lot. A bloody wanker. He's a bloody wanker. Hey, I bet J. Cole gonna try to take his verse off of that song, too. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, question. Hey, <laughs> hey, bro, you mind if... I, I know we did that record a while ago, but you mind uh, re-releasing that without me? Nah, man, Cole holding him down, man. Cole's one of the people to step up with that. Man. Hey, shout out to uh, QC and them that label talking about they need to uh, pay for his lawyer fees because they they froze yeah. all his money though. That's dope. Hey, they they got it. Man. Yeah, you seen they that that boy threw two hundred thousand in the club last at night a, at the strip club. At the strip I saw that. But listen, <laughs> and that was his that was his them, and I wasn't even the artist. Exactly, that was just the label. Shout out to the city yeah. girls though. They kind of ratchet, but I, I like that video still. Are the city girls part of QC? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, they they eat QC eating right now. Yeah, they, yeah, they got the game. 
They eating right now. Hey, they looked up when they got Cardi. Yeah. yeah. Too. Yeah. Migos was Migos had a run too. Now they still they're crazy. They they still going once they get back together and stop stop this solo stuff. Yeah, because they definitely no, they, they, offset offset still got to drop first, man. Nah, we, don't need, we, don't need, we don't need that. Just just put that joint on live mixtapes. Skip that joint. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we can skip his joint. We go ahead and give us give us some. Uh, give us culture three. Yeah, something. Can, can Ross drop though? Man, Ross yeah, Ross man. Calvin, text. Ross can you text Ross and tell him it's time? <laughs> if I could, I would have been did that, man. I mean, nah, like, I'm waiting. No, nah, I'm not. I'm hey, waiting on. Uh, He's like old. you waiting on Ross. I'm waiting for chains to drop, man. Chains, chains need to come off. Two chains, man. Oh, I thought man, I'm about to say, but this ain't no slave shit, my nigga. We ain't no oh, chains. Chill out, man. Chill out, man. But no, your chains. That's a man. Matter of fact, we need to just talk about that next week. Like who we uh, who we ready to drop this year, and you know how it's gonna work. Is they gonna drop as soon as we drop the episode? True that. We can you know, do that. that cool. It's gonna happen once you text them, bro. You still you ain't accepting the fact that you got power in these streets. Hey, just because we have the same last name don't mean I can text that man. You really out here doing it's, it. You really doing like, it, bro. You, you really out here doing it. Like, you like our local really favorite rapper, man. but you actually made like, it to 106 in part. Facts. Not at all. Like, you Not here. It's, the time is yours. Like, ladies and gentlemen, like, <laughs> Pete Rob is on the scene. Not at all, man. Bro, you about to be at 10K followers in, in a week, bro. Like, like once, you, really, you, you really famous out here in these streets. Once Kerry Hilson DM'd you, bro, you made it. That was right. it, like, like. See, like, once SP stamp it, you know it's official. Like, SP don't say nothing but facts. Hey, hold on, wait a minute. Did you just say? But no, nah, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, man, chill though. Like, I appreciate the hype and everything, but uh, nah, we, we appreciate the modesty. We appreciate the modesty. Yeah, but we your boys. Yeah, we know the truth. Yeah, you ain't got a lot of us. I'm telling you, like, bro, really trying to fake like he not the man out here, and you better not edit none of this. <laughs> This is definitely gonna be the cutting room floor real quick. Hey, chill. I'm saving my file right now. I'm gonna put it out on the side. Don't worry about it. How? Hey, I'm, you, you I'm t- leaking. I'm leaking. leaking. Yeah. Value one. <laughs> <laughs> the le- the council on the clutch leaks. Yeah. Chill. Hey. Meanwhile, my audio ain't gonna be on it at all. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, it's all good. We forgot about make, that one. We'll make it happen. Don't worry about it. I'm about to say we we got resources to your studio. Come on now. Come on. You got to figure out some passwords. Take but, the whole thing. Um, <laughs> computer gone. That's cool. Thanks for tuning in to another week of Counseling the Clutch. Like I said before, and I'm going to always say in the future, if you don't rock with us, forget you and everybody that rock with you because you ain't us. <laughs>